friends, Shara Carruthers here. It's been a while and I thought it would be, now would be a great time to reconnect. The last time I posted a podcast would have been around the beginning of August. And at that time, I mentioned that I had planned to keep this podcast going. I planned to continue to do this work in part because it's so exciting and fun and educational. And so I've spent some time thinking a lot about the future of this podcast. And I wanted to just take a little bit of time to share what's happening, uh, my thoughts about it, and to introduce you to a friend who is going to be joining me as a guest co-host for season two of the podcast coming up, likely at the end of this year or possibly at the beginning at the beginning of the new year. Uh, and so with that, with that, I invite you to join me in welcoming Lucy Carnani to the Live Like You Love Yourself podcast. Hello, Lucy. Hello, Shara. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So I would love for you now, Lucy, we Maria and I interviewed you in episode 24 of the first season of the podcast. So for any of you who listen to the podcast, who are regular listeners, you, the name might be familiar and who knows, you might actually be a student of Lucy's. So you can, we talked all about Lucy uh, in that podcast and we found out a little bit about her history. And so uh, we both just wanted, I w- first I wanted you to hear a little bit more about Lucy and about what she's working on. So I'm going to pass it over to her in a sec. Um, but we also just wanted to give you a sense of the beautiful process um, of coming together and of what we are uh, excited about for the podcast, for the season two that we're creating together. So with that, I'm going to throw it over to you, Lucy, just to share something about you and what you do and what you care about in the world and who you are. Wow. Those are about (laughs) four or five questions all in a row. Thank you. Sorry about that. Um, Let me begin by saying thank you for inviting me to be a guest co-host with you for season two. I am um, honoured but also really excited because the truth is we have fun when we're together, don't we? We do, yes. Yeah, and um, we our conversations go in all sorts of directions and um, in lots of depth yeah. at times, yeah. which is just wonderful and rewarding. Yeah. So, so for those of you who've never heard of me before, um, you don't know all about Lucy, which you could if you listen to that <laughs> podcast I love that it's a great podcast too please go back and listen to it for sure you will be amazed and delighted well thank you um as you can tell from my accent I'm Australian I'm um born and bred in Melbourne but also lived and worked in Sydney and Canberra uh, back in Melbourne the hinterland of the Gold Coast and then back in Sydney so uh, I've been around a bit in the in the first that was kind of the first 15 years of my work life and then in my mid-30s I moved to New York City with my work and ended up living in the States for 17 years. I was based in the northeast so New York City and then mm-hmm. moved out into southern Connecticut but I traveled a lot so I mm-hmm. got to know quite a bit about the States. I, I think um a lot of people don't realize that the U.S. is a huge country it and, is. you know, the culture varies enormously right across, mm. um, you know, from state to state, mm. east to west, north to south, so forth. Anyway, um, so I, I kind of bring that living. Ex- oh, sorry. And then in 2011, I moved back here to Australia and I'm based in Sydney. Yeah. Um, so I bring, bring that kind of perspective, if you like, having lived in both countries, which yeah. I'm very grateful for. Um, I'm a yoga teacher 
And um, most of the teaching that I did, I have done and do do, is focusing on a gentle approach. Um, most of my classes, if you had to label them, would be gentle yoga for healing. And uh, for a whole variety of reasons, my own personal journey and also because um, so many people need it, you know, a more gentle approach, let's say. Uh, most of the work that I do, though, is in teacher training and in bringing my expertise from the corporate world in communications into the yoga world. And so as such, for the last 10 years, I've been um, teaching in programs for yoga teachers and yoga therapists in, um, the, under the umbrella of what I call conscious communication. And again, I've had a chance to do that throughout Australia and also in the US, which has, uh, again, been interesting and rewarding, wonderful, etc. In more recent years, I've become particularly interested in this, um, this topic or this subject or this um, concept of holding space. Mm. And uh, I actually began studying with a, uh, a person, an amazing person by the name of Heather Plett in uh, 2016 and have continued to study with her in person through until um, last year I began and have now since completed a certification in as a holding space practitioner. And so it's an area of um, study and practice that I am just so passionate about and mm -hmm. believe is both kind of inherent and um, it, it's just inherent in who we are as yoga teachers and what and yoga therapists and in, in what we do. And so it, it's fascinating to me and basically the more I learn about it and the more I am conscious in my practice of it the more I realize there is to learn just like most things yep. uh, in life so yeah um yeah I'll just stop there wow. that, fantastic kind of yeah that and that gives you even just a few just a few little insights into maybe some of the stuff that will be thinking about and talking about and it's good to hear it's good for to share a bit of your background with people Lucy, just so they have a sense for who you are. I thought it also might be um, kind of fun just to share with folks our background together um, as friends and as, I guess, um, you know, as um, partners in crime for, a little, for, a little, for lack of a better term. Um, so Lucy and I originally met, and it's weird too, because we have a, a short but intense background. It's one of those things, you know, when you meet people um, who you very immediately connect with. And so Lucy has been one of those folks for me. We met in uh, originally in Jay Brown's uh, yoga teacher call years, a number of years ago, a couple of years ago, I think it is now. Um, and I had the sense in that call that whenever Lucy had something to say, I was, it was one of those things where I was always listening because I knew something good was coming um, and I was never disappointed at all. And so I think, you know, from there, a friendship kind of started to started to emerge and we ended up, uh, she, I think you ended up doing, did you, you ended up doing, we ended up doing work with each other, but she ended up coming to me to, to do a cleanse. Um, and what was, what was the impetus for that? Yeah. How did that happen? So, yeah. Yeah. So as you have just been, you know, sharing in these teacher calls, you know, we were 
we became aware of each other and then became sort of at a very top level to know a little bit about each other. Mm. Although I will confess to you, Shara, that yeah. because of your accent, yeah. I actually thought you were based in the US. Oh, right. Yeah, because yeah, there's oh. other folks in there who are in the US. Oh, it's yeah. people from all over the world. That's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so this it was a very synchronistic, I think it was July, early July or June last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had said something particularly wise in one of these calls. And I thought, as I do, I, as you so frequently do. Yes. And I thought, I really need to know, I'd like to know more about this woman. And genuinely, like true, like hand on heart, this is the truth. I decided that I went to your website and at the same time, you reached out to me and said, would you inter- be interested in being a guest on our podcast? Oh, wow. Yeah. There you are. It Synchronicity. Was, it was, yeah. One of those do-do-do-do. Yep. Yeah. And um, and so having gone to your website and, and reading everything, all of your offering, it also happened to be the right time and place for me to be curious about doing an Ayurvedic cleanse. Mm. And uh, I will just say that up until that point in time, I had been not overly, um, what's the right word? I had studied Ayurveda. I had tried various Ayurvedic practices for, you know, knee problems that I had or digestive problems and so forth. And it just had never resonated with me at all. I hadn't Mm -hmm. felt drawn to, you know, wanting to know more or really working with the practices. Uh, but there was something about your website um, that really uh, got me curious enough to say, well, maybe I will do a cleanse and maybe Shara can help me with that because of how she, you know, how she talks about Ayurveda. And, and as a very top line, what I would say to everybody is what I love about what you do is that you make it so available and so accessible and um and so relevant you know to my everyday life so that's how we first met you know so so as part of doing the cleanse we had a consultation Mm. and I don't know we just I think that's where I began to fall in love with you so (laughs) So, origin story oh and you and you had a wonderful time on the cleanse as well you were very um communicative about (laughs) your experience which was fantastic because it was a you were, you gave me a lot of feedback about where you were. And I really love that just to be able to, um, to, to take the journey, you know, with the folks who were, who were really doing the work. And I really appreciated that about you. And it gave, and it was, it was an opportunity for us to get closer and for me to uh, get a sense for who you are, how you work, kind of how you approach life and, and even just your background, even just your incredible background, uh, life background, work like work background, yoga background, and so when the cleanse finished, I decided that I would do some con- some consulting with you. Did, did, no, when, no, was it right no, after no, that, no, you oh, geez, I mean, my memory is terrible. I just yeah. remember, I remember things in these mi- these milestones. Blog, blog. Okay, yes, exactly what happened. <laughs> so what happened next then was you were offering the. Um, uh, the Ayurveda program for yoga okay. teachers, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I signed up for it. Oh. So that was a that was a uh, thirty hour program, I think yeah. forty hour yep. program. Yeah, yep. and we met over a number of weeks. It was absolutely fantastic. So you know, from two months before being somebody who was like not particularly attracted to Ayurveda and want yeah. to spend time and energy to you know being having a chance to study it with you. 
I um I just could not recommend it highly enough. It is a, an, a terrific program, and partly partly obviously because of you and the way you share the information and what you share, but also being in community with other yoga teachers. I think it's a great context in which to learn because there's a sort of a, a base common knowledge and then we built on from there. Yeah. Mm, thank so. you for that. I am running that course again very soon in the next week or so. And I, you know, I, since we started talking about that, I'd love to ask you how had, how had, has your, how has what you learned in that course kind of changed, you know, the way you practice yoga, the way you practice living? Yeah. Um, it has shifted. So I, if I can paraphrase you, and I'm sure you'll correct me if I've got this wrong, yeah. but, but because of studying with you and understanding Ayurveda, I appreciate that, um, that everything that I experience is because of my relationships. Mm. And, and I think at the most simply, simplistic level, for Ayurveda, I was thinking of that in terms of what I eat, you know, mm-hmm. you are what you eat sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I uh, increasingly appreciate that it is about my relationship with, with food is one thing, with the environment in which I am, the relationship, the people relationships I'm um, in with, the relationship I am in with, with myself. Mm-hmm. And, and so it goes on. So all of that affects my constitution. Mm. And then, so to be sensitive to that and to look out for what qualities are arising based on what's happening in this time and place and moment, then I can more now with this education be um, uh, competent or mm-hmm. mindful about what I might do to, to find balance if I'm feeling out of balance. Mm. That's kind of a long-winded answer. No, you've captured it. You've captured it. It's this idea that, um, yeah, who you are is a relationship. And even just being aware of that, you know, that that you are at every moment in relationship with everything around you and with yourself is a really powerful thought. It's a powerful idea. So thank you. Yeah, thanks. for That's something that comes up a lot when I ask people about, you know, what stuck with you, what, you know, what aspect of the course guides you most. And that's definitely one of those things, that idea. Yeah. So how that's affected how I am in my um, in my yoga. Well, my yoga is my life, so mm. so that's how it's affected my life. Yeah. In terms of how it's affected me, how I work with my clients, and so um, I mentioned that uh, I'm not teaching group classes so much at the moment, but I do teacher training. I do do a lot of um, mentoring and also coaching in communications for yoga teachers, yoga professionals. And, um, and so in my one-on-one relationships, I'm, I'm observing much more about their, them as a whole person constitutionally, mm-hmm. the right way to say it, yeah. um, from an Ayurvedic, through an Ayurvedic lens. And, wow. and I think that's helped me help people or, or have a greater appreciation of what they're dealing with. Yeah. Um, and so it's affected me that way. Um, and it's, I think it's just worth mentioning that one of the challenges for me going into the cleanse was that I was not somebody who could cook and I could feed my family. I could organize food and had done for, you know, 20 years. So, you know, or whatever, how old I am, it's 60 years I've fed myself. So, you know, but I was not a cook, but because of, again, how available and easy you make everything and kind of relaxed and forgiving, mm. um, I've actually... Lo- learned to love cooking and, 
And I've learned to, part of why I've learned to love cooking is because I notice much more the effect of what I put in my body on my mm. body. And I want to honor myself. And mm. if I dare say so, live like I love myself yeah. <laughs> by eating like I love myself. Yeah. And uh, so, for example, just yesterday, I was had a, only a short window of time for lunch. And mm. I made a, not to diss on supermarket bread, but anyway, I made a sandwich with supermarket bread, which I have not done for, since I did the cleanse, uh-huh. you know, I just, and it's really stuck in my gut. And mm. so I know today I'm having kitchery for dinner tonight. Yeah. And I, so I know I want to spend half an hour on me making dinner for me yeah. and my darling husband, who's happy to eat everything I cook. <laughs> Um, you know, I don't think I would have been so aware before, but I know, yeah. you know, that's any, yeah. So maybe that's all a bit too detailed, but there's just so many things I've learned from, from the cleanse and from the study. And just yeah. as a little shout out to myself, I did another cleanse about a month ago mm-hmm. and, um, I did engage, uh, Shara's support. Thank you, Shara. Again, You're welcome. but I did it a, a little bit more self-sufficiently and, uh, and again, you know, gained so many benefits. So, um, yeah. Wonderful. Highly recommend. Okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs> That's so good. Cause I often say to people, once you do a cleanse, you'll be hooked. Like it will never, your first cleanse will never be your last at mm. all. Okay. So we've gotten to the end of you doing the course. Now, did I, is that, is that when I started working with you? Yeah, that's when you started okay. working with me. Because, I'm so terrible. Because of course, while I was doing the course, I also had a separate set of notes of like how you could be even more effective. In- that was it. <laughs> that was it. We'd had, by then we were kind of, we were, by then we, I don't think we were talking regularly, but we were talking every once in a while. And I, and Lucy's background, as she has mentioned, is in communications and very specifically of, of late, like in the last, however, I don't even know how many, however many years you've been working specifically with yoga teachers and therapists on their ten communication, years, yeah. 10 years, there you go, a decade. Um, and so I, uh, I um, cons- got organized to consult with Lucy to work on my presentation skills. Now this is all starting to come together and, t- and just in terms of like the puzzles. That's right. That happened. And then this happened. And so I did a number of sessions with Lucy around presentation, my own presentation and communication skills that was fantastic and has forever changed the way that I, uh, that I work and that I put together presentations and workshops and think about how I'm communicating with people really powerful. And I think that work and, and, you know, us having worked together on the course and the cleanses, we've just started to create this, this bond, this beautiful friendship uh, and so I can pick up from there and say, yes, please. <laughs> I would say what, what happened next for us was, um, you know, this was uh, October-ish, November-ish last year. And yeah. that was when I began my certification program with the Center for Holding Space. And as part of my certification program, I needed to create a practicum, um, which was basically we were charged with um, exploring how we might bring the, the work of holding space into whatever our arenas were. So the other people in the program, none of the other people in the program were yoga teachers. I was the mm. only yoga teacher. And um, long story short, after sort of um, thinking through and throwing around ideas with close colleagues and friends and so forth, I decided to create a, a um, something called an exploration of holding space. And for that, I invited 
um, other senior yoga teachers and yoga therapists and teacher trainers to join me for a three-month um, journey. And um, as part of that, we met once a week and both you and Maria yeah. uh, joined. And that was, we began in early February and that was, and then also in the process, you per personally were very helpful in me thinking through, you know, my approach and so forth, because yeah. this, um, this was, there were a couple of edges for me in doing this, mm. you know, number one, it was online yeah. um, and I'm not a tech queen, so I had to learn <laughs> a few things. Um, and then the other thing was, it was really about me hosting conversations amongst my peers, as opposed to me coming in as a teacher trainer or a facilitator of you know specific learning outcomes and so mm. forth so um that's I think where we really began to really bond in our relationship and our and our friendship and um and yeah it kind of feels like the rest of his is history in the yeah. sense that from there we started to you know connect on a regular basis and you know I would have my weekly shower fixes yes <laughs> and 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 I my weekly Lucy fix but before we jump off of this the holding space circle work I really do just have to say that that three-month program which is which has continued yes. Yes. that three-month program it was yet another thing that changed the way that I see things, the way that I, you know, it's interesting. That's kind of a thread, isn't it? Between us that we've, we're kind of changed the way each other see things in life and the way that we, you know, I guess, make our way through life it, the circle, the, the environment in circle virtually that Lucy created uh, was, um, yeah, it was life-changing. And for, for me, as somebody who has always considered myself to be a really independent person, and I didn't, um, I, I've never, I had never been a part of any circles before that. Uh, and now I have this group of women who I feel like I can, you know, trust and rely on to help and hold space for me through anything. And sadly, or perhaps fortunately for me, um, during that circle time was when Maria passed away. And I felt that this, you know, the the love and support that I got from those women just helped me through it. And so it's interesting as we, as we sort of chart this, uh, this path that we've followed or that we've, that we've taken together all the way up into this point, um, you know, it, it's, we, I keep seeing these moments where, you know, I don't, there's, there are no such thing as coincidences. People say these moments where we've just been there for each other to support each other through you know, all, you know, all of these, these different challenges that we're, we've had in our lives. And so, and so as I was beginning to think about what to do with the podcast, I thought a lot about the conversations that, Lu that Lucy and I have on a weekly basis and how much I learn and how much I enjoy these conversations and being with Lucy and, uh, and, and how they've changed me as a person. And, you know, I thought, I want to share, I want to share this person. I want to share these conversations. I want to share these explorations with, uh, with our community, because if, if y'all get, you know, even the tiniest bit of what I've gotten in these conversations over this time, um, you'll be winning, <laughs> you will be winning. And so with that said, um, I would like to, I have a question for you, Lucy. Why did you say yes when I asked you <laughs> to do this? 
Why did I say yes? Uh, well, just as a little kind of amusing, uh, sh you know, sharing here, when you first asked me what, uh, what came back to mind for me, it wasn't something I, I've been thinking about, but um, when I was a, a little girl, I remember sitting in front of the TV and thinking, I'd like to be a talk show host when I grow up. <laughs> That makes sense based on what I know about you. <laughs> so that's why I said yes. Yeah. No, um, that's just a, a, an amusing observation. Um, the reason I said yes is for all the same reasons that you were, you know, interested in inviting me to come along. Yeah. Um, I, I listen to podcast, podcasts quite a lot in my mm -hmm. life. Um, yeah. And I so frequently learn things from mm -hmm. them. And it's most often from people talking about their life experience and certainly their, their learned knowledge, maybe academic knowledge or, or whatever their fields of expertise. But it's, it's often, a, um, as I said, it's, a, it's a, when people are authentically sharing about their experiences, mm -hmm. good, bad and ugly um, and fabulous. And, and it could be as, as much as a, a single sentence or something that, you know, I take away and then I meditate with that, reflect on that for a period of time and learn. And, and if our conversations, um, you and I being in conversation and then the, I'm sure, amazing guests, we've been brainstorming on a few incredible people yeah. um, that we look forward to bringing to everybody. Um, if those can help others, then that would be really a wonderful thing and feel like a, uh, an appropriate offering to the world on my behalf. So fantastic. Yay. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. That's really lovely. And so oh, actually, sorry, yeah. sorry to cut yeah. you off. No, that's okay. Uh, one other little thing is I was just listening um, to a, a little talk that Brené Brown was, um, I just called it by, by coincidence last, last night uh -huh. on YouTube. And one of the things that she was talking about um sort of the second half of your life that is that what is wonderful about the second half of your life is that you have more time for curiosity mm. and and I think that you know that so, so much of the learning comes from these you know heart connected or like-minded like-hearted like connected conversations but if you're not curious in the first place then that's they're not that's they're not going to sort of touch you um but yeah. I think that's why podcasts are also really valuable because they really can help to feed people's curiosity, mm. stimulate hopefully their curiosity as well. Mm. That's so true. And I've found that too, you know, as a, as a listener of podcasts, but then also very much as a host of, of this podcast, I think that's one of the things that has got me, that has made me the most excited about, you know, continuing to have these conversations is the fact that feeds my curiosity, you know, and it, and it, and it also allows me to, uh, to dive deeper into those things that I'm, that I'm actually curious about uh, with people who've, you know, like you, who've had amazing lives and amazing, um, have done amazing study and have amazing points of view. I think that's incredibly important. That kind of speaks to what you were saying about, you know, having learned from not just from what other folks have learned, but how they've integrated that into mm. their lives and what it's become for them. Mm. And I think that's, yeah, that's, that's exciting. I had not heard that um, from Brene Brown talking about that curiosity. Yeah. So what are you, what are you, you know, what are you 
curious about in life at the moment? What am I curious about? I wanted to ask you first. (laughs) (laughs) But since you asked me, what I'm curious about at the moment uh, is how can I most effectively bring what I've learned so far, and I'm on this continuous journey of learning, um, about holding space, how can I bring that into the yoga community? You know, to bring it to yoga teachers and yoga therapists and teacher trainers and retreat leaders and all the ways that we, you know, um, we, we yoga professionals sort of um, offer uh, our love into the world, I guess. Mm. And, um, and so how can we do that? So I'm kind of in an incubation period at the moment and I'm, I'm working through different ideas of what that might look like. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm having great conversations with lots of colleagues uh, as, yeah. I, as I do that. Um, so that's what continues to interest me. Uh, I'm not done, not even close uh, to, to holding space. So uh, actually, and while I'm talking about holding space, can I yeah. just make a little shout out? Yes, please. Um, if that's okay, the Center for Holding Space, um, which is uh, founded by Heather Plett, co-founded by Heather Plett and uh, Krista. Oh, God, sorry, Krista, I'm having a mental block on your. This life. happens to me all the time. <laughs> Don't worry, we will put the, we'll put it in the show notes just in case you can't. Della Rosa. There you go. Sorry, you got it. Sorry, it's a very similar last name to my um, spiritual mentor, so that's where I started to go there. So. <laughs> Sorry, no anyway, uh, by Heather and Krista. Um, uh, their foundations, their annual foundations program is beginning at the end of October. Mm-hmm. And um, I highly recommend it for, for yoga teachers and yoga therapists or yoga professionals. Anybody who's got a little time to deep dive into this, I, I could not recommend it more highly. And it's provided, it's offered in a modular fashion. So you could start with the first foundations or the first um, basics of holding space module, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you'll, you'll want to engage and, and commit to the larger program. So anyway, just a, a shout out that that's, um, uh, that's beginning and maybe we can put something in the show. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, wonderful. But I'll be, come, I'll be sharing stuff too, so sometime when it's incubated <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so Shara what are you curious about at the moment um everything now um my journey has especially through COVID has it's you know it's been a real feeling journey I think I seem to remember, and I won't, I could easily go on forever about this, but I'm, so I'm going to try to like figure out how to make this succinct to some degree. I do remember probably about, about a year ago, um, really feeling that a mental health shift was coming. And I, and I know even it had even started at that point, just based on what folks were saying, you know, in, out in the, out in the ethers or whatever. But I was feeling it, and I could, I was also just feeling there a little bit of not I don't want to say panic, but there was a feeling in my body that it was something that I wanted to do to to try to help. And I had come to this point where, in my yoga and Ayurveda work, where I was I was really beginning to grasp and integrate 
uh, that yoga and Ayurveda both are really all about the mind, really are about the mind. Uh, and why so many of the, you know, a lot of the practices and things that we engage in um, are useful for certain, but the real, if, if we could get to things that can support our mental and emotional uh, well-being, that could go an incredibly long way to everything. And so then I started, I started, um, I started doing a little bit of research because I thought, well, maybe I'll become a psychologist or maybe I'll study psychology because I really want to get a clear picture or a whole picture of this idea of mental health. And, and um, so I looked into that and decided to instead to study transpersonal psychology. And so I've started studying transpersonal psychology and have very recently started, begun a master's degree in spirituality, consciousness, and transpersonal psychology. And I'm incredibly excited about it. Just the conversations, again, it comes back to this, the conversations that we're having about around consciousness and around who we are at our essence, they are, they're kind of a, they're, they're expanding on my, my knowledge from yoga, but I'm ever so grateful for the foundation that I've had from yoga to, that gives me a context for processing some of this stuff. You know, I'm realizing I'm, I'm sitting in these classes and listening to this stuff and it's sinking in. And I'm, I'm actually thinking about some of the other students in there who have come from a corporate background or various other places. And I'm thinking, wow, I wonder how they're processing, you know, this stuff. Um, because I've got this beautiful yogic and Ayurvedic lens through which to see it, you know? Sharon, can I ask you a question? Yes. Uh, I'm kind of curious, do you, so one of the, um, observations I have of myself is yeah. that whenever I'm listening to um, uh, sort of a topic where I feel like I'm learning new information or mm-hmm. I'm listening to a, you know, a highly regarded individual's perspective, whether it's a philosophy or a, um, you know, a framework or whatever, do you find yourself comparing it back to the teachings from the sutras, for example, on a regular basis? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Or the Bhagavad Gita or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Various yogic texts. Definitely. Yeah. It's, Mm. it's, and you know, I don't, I think it's a natural thing perhaps because so much of, and we, we had talked a little bit about this so much for me of the foundation of my own understanding about who we are, you know, where we're from, why we're here, all of these things comes from yoga philosophy. Mm. And so I'm having to, I'm almost just, it's, it's, it's a translation at the moment, you know, I'm taking what I'm learning out there, uh, all these other different views, you know, what more Western views of consciousness and Western views of the mind and the workings of the mind. And I'm translating those um, through my own understanding. And it's beautiful. And I'm also, you know, even just thinking about that in that context of translating, I'm thinking about learning Spanish, because I started learning Spanish years ago. And um, I know that work when you're learning a new language, you know, you at first you start translating, you know, you take it, you kind of take it word for word, matching word for word to understand how these things match up. And then eventually you integrate, you integrate it and you begin and it opens up a whole nother side of who you are. Because I once you that. start speaking that other language, um, you think in that other language and you relate in that other language. And so that's, what's really exciting to me. Wow. I love that analogy. I love yeah. that analogy. And I mean, for me, actually, I can relate to that in terms of my journey in yoga uh-huh. and studying yoga philosophy too. And, and even in learning to 
teach yoga, you know, um, you know, when I began, I chose to teach with using Sanskrit language as I mm -hmm. teach, always with an English translation and never with, uh, you know, any suggestions students needed to remember and, and uh, um, you know, the meaning of all of these words. But, you know, this kind of notion that Sanskrit, working in Sanskrit is another form of yoga, number one. But, um, mm. but over the years, what I've found is that the Sanskrit terminology in the early days I would be translating it but now I don't translate yeah. anymore you know because I mean a lot of Sanskrit words have multiple translations anyway yeah um, and so they're in their their fullness so uh, I love that so you're kind of now doing it back the other way yep. to, exactly yeah, yeah. oh don't even models. get me started on Sanskrit either I absolutely we could talk forever about Sanskrit and we actually will probably have you know we'll end up diving into Sanskrit at some point just because of the beauty of that language Right. It's learning that little bit of Sanskrit for me in yoga has has had such an impact an impact on my understanding of language and the value in language in the way that it has so many different meanings because it speaks to our wholeness as human beings. I love that. Mm. No, yeah. oh, wonderful. That's wonderful. So, um, uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm interested in transpersonal psychology at the moment and doing that study and interested in you know talking about those sorts of things. So. Well, you can you can watch out for that uh, in the podcast as we take this forward. It's a pity you're so superficial, and you know. <laughs> I was going to say an airhead, but I don't. <laughs> oh goodness! So yes, you guys, you probably already worked out that Lucy is quite a comedian. She is, and it's all I can do to not laugh through this whole thing. So. I'm looking forward to you having the opportunity to, to get to know this woman um, more in the way that I do. And I'm so excited to be sharing Lucy and the, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to call it the stage, maybe just like the conversation, the conversation chair or space to be sharing that with you for this, for this season too. So, um, so yeah, do you, have you got any parting words? We can close this one. And if have you got any parting words, Lucy? Well, I, I would just like to say again, thank you, Deepest Gratitude, for inviting me to join you for this. And um, I am thrilled to be here in this co-chair. Mm, <laughs> likewise. <laughs> and you, my friend, likewise. Thanks, everyone. Stay tuned for the launch of season two, which will either be happening later this year or early next year. So if you're, if you're a subscriber, uh, then you'll hear about it. If you're not... Think about subscribing so that you can get some notifications about when that comes out. And thank you all for your support and your continued listening. I hope that you really enjoy what we put together for this next season.